Recruitment Journeys is brought to you in partnership with Vincere, the all-in-one CRM for ambitious recruitment businesses. No matter what your recruitment journey is, whether it's contract, temp, exec search or perm, if you're looking for a new breed of tech partner to help accelerate growth, speak to Vincere. Visit vincere.io forward slash mint for an exclusive offer for all subscribers of this podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Recruitment Journeys podcast series. My name is Pete Watson from Mint Recruitment, and we're in Ottawa, or Rec to Rec, whatever you want to call us. And as an Ottawa, we spend all day, every day, talking to recruiters about their careers. That's kind of what we do. We've been around since 2004, placing recruiters into Australia, the UK, Asia, and the US. And in those 15 years, we've seen pretty much every direction in which a recruiter can take their own personal recruitment career. So in this podcast series, we're going to interview recruiters all on a different path, each with a different destination, and we're going to hear their individual stories about how they got to where they are today. So if you're a recruiter and you're thinking about your next chapter or your future journey, and you just want to hear about how others did it before you, then please sit back and enjoy Recruitment Journeys. In episode 12 of Recruitment Journeys, which is the final episode in series one, I talk to industry veteran and all-round legend Claire Teeden, the managing director of Ethos Beath Chapman. Claire is hugely respected and very well regarded in the Sydney recruitment marketplace. And when you listen to her very down-to-earth view of recruitment and her story, you'll understand why. Hope you enjoy it. Claire Tiedon from Ethos Beath Chapman. Thank you very much for being here and thank you very much for being involved in Recruitment Journeys, the podcast series. No problem, Pete. Looking forward to it, mate. So um, I've already given you a bit of an intro earlier on in the, in the podcast, Claire, but in your own words, would you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, my name is Claire Tiedon. I'm currently the Managing Director of Ethos Beath Chapman. Now you say currently, does that mean you don't plan to be in the job very long? <laughs> well, I hope you're going to keep me in the job for a lot longer. <laughs> Cool. Well, look, Claire, thank you so much for, for being here. Um, to explain the concept of this podcast series, it's called Recruitment Journeys, and it's all about inspiring people. It's all about inspiring people who are on a, a certain path, uh, a certain recruitment journey in order to achieve a certain destination. And some people out there listening to this might one day want to be in your position of manager director running a recruitment business. So I'm very keen to talk to you and find out about your journey and how you got from being a you know, this snotty nose recruiter who I met many, many years ago to now basically running the show. Um, because I think you and I met when you were back in, well, it would have been Morgan and Banks. Yes, it was, and you were dating my best friend, Pete. All right, Claire, we've, 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 we've already gone off, off topic. This is a very bad start. I was, yeah, I, I, and I'll, I'll apologise for that later down the track. Um, but yeah, and, and, and I'll be honest, the, the Claire Teedon that I met then, um, yeah, you are a, you are a larger than life character. I didn't, if I'm honest, didn't think that you'd be one day the managing director of of one of the uh, the, the most highly regarded recruitment businesses uh, in the marketplace. So fair play to you. But we're we're going to talk about how that happened. Um, but let's go let's go back in time, Claire, if you don't mind, uh, with a classic question: How and why did you get into recruitment? Uh, fell into it, as I think probably ninety percent of us do. Um, I had just walked out of a job doing uh, selling talking pages, which was um, 
working for BT in the UK. Um, they wouldn't let me go on a skiing holiday, so I left, being impulsive, 23, 24 years of age. Yeah. I said, right, I can do bigger and better. Went for another interview after going on the skiing holiday to San Maritz, I might add. Um, and interviewed and they said, would you like to do recruitment? And that was the start of the journey. So who was your first recruitment employer? Edeco. Edeco. I know, I rarely admit that. <laughs> Although yeah, it's great okay. branding for anybody that's listening from Edeco. Great training. Because I don't think that's on your LinkedIn profile, is it? <sighs> do you know what? It probably isn't. No, probably not. No, okay, okay. But then you found yourself at Morgan and Banks. Uh, then Ilan, I too. Then Ilan. Yeah, Ilan okay. in the UK. Yeah. And that was hardcore. That was um, 1999. And that was at the time of just before the, what do we call it? The oh, 2000. The 2000 thing when they thought all the aeroplanes were going to fall out of the sky. Yeah. So it was around that time. Um, and uh, so that was actually really good training ground. That was in mm. London. Uh, recruiting IT network engineers, um, Oracle DBAs, that kind of thing, um, and being in a highly competitive environment. Um, and I then got referred from my manager there to uh, Morgan and Banks. Okay. A role at Morgan and Banks. And that's how you find yourself. And so, you, were you coming to Australia anyway, or did you come for the job? Yeah, coming to Australia anyway. Okay, cool. Um, and then, look, we're not, not going to dissect all of your CV, but you found yourself joining Ethos. Uh, it, was, it was Ethos Corporation then, not, not yep. Ethos B. Chapman, yep. back in 2006, yep. um, so 13 years ago. Yep. How was the business different uh, then to, to what it's like today? Oh, it was a completely different business. We, um, we went out, we hired um, a very large office space at the time, which was at Macquarie House. Mm. Um, the whole building was being renovated, so we got a really good deal on it. I think we had about six or eight of us all pretty much left at around the same time over a six month period from Morgan and Banks. Um, and we literally stood out as an example on the streets handing out business cards. Um, we- um, So why? Because no one knew us. So we did, that was the old school way, 20 years ago, 15 years ago. Wow. Um, so also for, as an example, we would go to meet uh, clients and one of the stories is, outside of the buildings in those days, you would have a list in plastic that was always on the side of the wall yeah. of all your clients or, or everybody that was on that floor and then their extension numbers and their email addresses. Yeah. And I would always remove that, shall we say, tuck it under my, <laughs> yeah. my blazer and walk off because that was the way of building up the database. Because clearly we didn't pinch anything from Morgan and Banks. Oh, no, no, of course not, of course not. It was a clean slate, clean slate. <laughs> Okay, cool. So, so back in the day when you joined Ethos, what was your, um, you know, before you were in the uh, esteemed role of manager director, you were presumably just chucked on a desk and just uh, building up a patch like the rest of us have many times. What was your desk? What was your space? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, it was pretty much the same as what we did at Morgan and Bank. So I used to run the financial services team at the end, yeah. um, but had a really strong focus on project services. So change managers, comms managers, project managers, BAs. Um, came over to um, Ethos, a lot of us did that, still very much in the financial services sector, mm. um, but really strong focus in project services as well. Okay. And tell me, Claire, were you, were you a good recruiter? I was one of the best, mate. One of the best. <laughs> one of the best. Okay. Yeah. I reckon there's a few that could give me a run for my money nowadays, though. Jesus. But was it good days? Heady days? Um, yeah, I do. Yeah, I think uh, in a way, I think it was easier because I think there were a lot less panels. Yeah. Um, you know, you in that day you could really go into clients and sell about how good you were 
especially if you knew you were good and you knew you could honour what you were saying and deliver to them. Yeah. Um, I think nowadays, unfortunately, you can be blocked um, because of the panels. So really mm. expressing who you are and how good you are. Mm. Okay. Okay. So let's 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 talk about uh, you know the, the the journey from recruiter to, to to business leader. At what point in your recruitment career did you start to think about management uh, and leading people? Because you're obviously doing it at Morgan and Banks, but yeah. How early on in your career did you start thinking about management and why did it appeal to you? Yeah, it didn't. They approached me. Okay. And somebody I worked with at the time went, don't do it, they'll make you split your desk, you'll earn less money. Yeah. Rah, 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 rah. Um, so no, never um, in that way did it sort of appeal to me. I didn't say, when I interview people now and they'll often say, well, I want to be a manager. Yeah. No, I never, I never really had that aspiration in that way. So why did you say yes? Um, the challenge. I think I always like a challenge. Okay. And then when you were doing it, when you when you broke into management, mm. did you enjoy it? Did you yeah, did, love it. did you suddenly think this is this is great? This is what yeah. I was put into into this industry for. Yeah, yeah. I actually really enjoy it. Okay. Um, and what in, in the early days, can you recall any kind of mistakes that you would commonly make as a, as a, as a manager? Oh, I think you make mistakes all the time. You know, you just got to be able to try and back yourself. Um, I think one of the things that we're really lucky at here at Ethos is it's not about me being the manager. We've got really strong talent on the floor with other people in the business. Um, so it's always a very open environment. You can challenge each other, you can question each other whether you think you're making the right decision or not and give alternatives as well. Mm, okay. All right, so here at Ethos, uh, where you've been for so many years, um, at what point did your role start getting bigger at Ethos? Because before you became uh, managing director, you were executive director? Yeah. What, what, what did that mean? What did that role encompass? Yeah, that's a good one. That's what I said when I got given it. <laughs> <laughs> I think at one point, um, that our current CEO, Andrew Keys, gave me some awful wanky name, like Enterprise Accounts Director. I was like, really? Yeah. Um, and I'm so not into sort of names or titles, that kind of thing. Um, it, look, it was really about, um, I think, making sure that Ethos didn't just have one person at the helm. Yeah. So we've always had it where there's been one, two or three that the whole of the business can turn to. Yeah. Um, but for me, um, the, the accounts director role was very much about going out, still winning business, being present in front of clients mm. um, so that you still feel very, very connected. I still build now. You do still go. Only small amounts now. Okay. Yeah, little bits here and there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But generally, if I've got referrals or anything that comes in, it goes down to the guys downstream to the guys. So, what would be uh, what, under what circumstance would you still fill a role, just with an old client? Or... Yeah, exactly. But yeah. very rarely now. I'd say in the last sort of year or two, it'll be more. Uh, I'll know the client, probably know the candidate, and then some of the guys will work it. Have you still got the magic touch? No. <laughs> I don't think my husband would say that either. <laughs> sorry, Pete. No, sorry. Let's, let's try and keep it clean, Claire, please, honestly. Um, okay, so um, you mentioned Andrew Keys, uh, yeah. fantastic gentleman. So, who's sitting in the CEO? Oh, so, he is sitting in the CEO role, but he was. group CEO. He's now, group yes. CEO. So, how and why uh, did. Because I don't think the, man, the manager director role. Was did it exist? Did Andrew Keys sit in the yeah, MD role? Yeah, okay. he was in that. All right, but he decided to step out because the the, the philosophy that was of the business was somebody else needed to take the helm. Yeah, 
yes, I mean, he'd always had that sort of planned and then he um, moved into the group CEO because we also purchased Key Appointments. Yes. So he runs both of those businesses. Yeah, okay, cool. So when the manager director role became available, was it was it made available to external applicants as well as internal applicants? <laughs> no. Just you. <laughs> you. You were the only person who put your hand up. Sounds so bad. You are not doing a very good job of building my brand here, <laughs> Pete Watson. It's like wet behind the ears, some little <laughs> remember. Oh, yeah, never mind. So no, it didn't go out to market. It didn't. <laughs> no. I remember I remember the first time you told me that you were in the manager director role, and I think you said, I think you used the phrase, the lunatics are now running the asylum. Yeah, yeah, that would have been the kind of phrase that I would have said, yes. So going back to the point that you made earlier about loving challenges. Yeah. Um, was there any part of you, you know, when you think about, you know, all the other things that we have in our lives, like kids and family and family yeah. balance, was there any part of you that uh, hesitated to take the manager director job or did you just grab it with both hands? No, absolutely hesitated. You did hesitate. Yeah. And okay. even if I'm honest now, there's days I think, oh my God, I'm like, can I do this? And then I think, of course I can. Yeah. Yeah. It's, always... rel- it's relatively new, isn't it? You've only been doing it since... April. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. But I think self-doubt or that sort of fear of failure is something that has always driven me and I won't allow myself to be a failure yeah. and I would not allow anybody in this business to be a failure yeah. you know if they're good consultants this is somewhere I really believe that they can thrive so Andrew came to you and said Claire I'd really like to seriously consider the managing director role you presumably went home and talked to your loved ones did you have their, their full support did, did they did they share your doubt or did they say just jump in and crack no, on no they said yeah absolutely my husband is extremely supportive yeah. Um, and he just said, no, get on with it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, and what was your main concern when you, know, when you were hesitating with the, with the MD role? Was it just about balance? Yeah, no, no the responsibility. Yeah. You know, it, 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 the guys really do, you know, deserve um, a really good leader. So it's about being able to offer that and then you question okay what is a good leader there's all the things that your mind does to you mm. um, but you know I, and Kesey was the one who said to me Claire you've been doing it anyway you just didn't realise you had Yeah, right. so that actually gave me a lot of confidence then so did you then say why didn't I get a pay rise can, can, can you <laughs> no. back, back do you know to... what I'm one of the worst for negotiating my own pay <laughs> I can negotiate anyone else's you should back, backdated it two years <laughs> so does does Andrew remain? Is, is Andrew your? Is, is he your mentor? Is he the Absolutely. person? Is he the person that you lean on? Yeah. De- oh, definitely. Yeah. No question. Yeah. Yeah. He's a pretty. He'd be a pretty good mentor. I'm guessing. Yeah, he is. He is, and he's very different style as well to myself. Yeah. And yeah. um, you know, so I'm sort of quite out there and extrovert no. and high energy. He's very calm. You know, yeah. he's very methodical. He's very logical. So there's a really, really good balance between yeah. the two of us. I think we really complement each other. And my other um, uh, Matt Bowne, who's the executive director, he's almost he'll kill me for saying this now. He's like a mini version of Andrew Keys. He's very calm. Yeah. He's very logical. Yeah. So we've got a really good team going on, basically, in the business. Bit of yin and yang yeah, going on. Yeah. It's really healthy. So aside from leaning on Andrew, um, what else are you doing to kind of prepare yourself and, and to for the role of manager director? Are you going out and doing kind of any external training? Are you are you seeking other mentors in the industry, or are you just kind of Taking it day by day. To be honest, yeah, taking it day by day. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, cool. So what do you see 
as the main purpose of your role? When you, when you kind of get up each day and come to work, what do you think, yeah, aside from the, the mechanics and the functions of what you mm. need to do that particular day, what's your objective? Uh, well, I have to report back to Japan. So we've got to yeah. hit our numbers. So that is it. I mean, okay. At the end of the day, we're in a numbers business. So financially, that was my objective, to hit the numbers for the Will Group. Yeah. Um, it's also to make sure this is a really enjoyable place to work, because I think our job can be really tough sometimes. Yeah. Um, it's also allowing the guys to really develop in, I think, what in, in an industry that is quite tough to actually develop consultants mm. um, and allowing the people to probably to, to have as much as they can with the support of Ethos, but still build their own brand and have their own identity. Mm. And it's a really fine balance. Um, also, for me, is to make sure the guys know they can come to me. They can call me day or night. They can walk straight up to my desk, um, open door policy. Um, I'm absolutely in the moment with them yeah. and that they know that I am not far removed at all. Um, and that I know their desk, I know their clients, you know, they can talk to me about anything. Mm. What's the hardest part of your job? Mm. Oh, pensive thought. Finding good consultants. <laughs> I bet everyone says that. Finding good rectorates. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, no. <laughs> well, I can't find any man. <laughs> no, finding as you would say as well, it's finding good consultants. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think? Yeah, but okay, but but ethos. Okay, there, there is there is a handful of businesses out there that are in that uh, that wonderful position where they are now recognised as go to brands that people want to work for. Mm. You would surely include ethos in that category. I certainly would. That's great to know. I, yeah, I would hope so. Yeah. Um, and I think we, you know, we're very much what you see is what you get. Yeah. Ethos. You know, we don't give anybody an illusion that there's not a desk there. Yeah. If there isn't. And sometimes, and you and I have spoken, that that goes against us sometimes as well, doesn't it? Um, sometimes I think consultants want to be sold to as well. Because yeah. we anybody who sells loves to be sold to. Yeah. Um, and, they, and they have so much choice. Uh, and they have so many people selling to them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's competitive. That's right, which is what you pulled me up on in the past and said, you know, you need to sort of sell a bit harder. Oh, did I? Time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. um, but, you know, I, yeah, to answer your question, I, I, I'm very proud if we are one of the go-to ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you are. Which, which, which part of your job is the most rewarding? When the guys hit the numbers. Yeah. No doubt. When I can see some of those big bonuses. Yeah. Uh, paying certain people, individuals in the business over 100k a quarter in bonus. Yeah. Quarter on quarter on quarter. It's beautiful. It's life, really good to watch. It's life changing, isn't it? Yeah, of course that is. They're paying their mortgages down, putting kids through private schools. Yeah. Taking all the pressure off. Absolutely. If you want to live in Sydney and you want to live in a nice home in Sydney, you've got to be able to afford to. Yeah. Um, how, how do you think the job is different, the manager director role that you're doing today? How do you think it's different to, to, the, to the manager director role that Andrew Keyes filled for so many years? Um, I think they're two very different roles because when Andrew was the managing director, we were building the business and then mm. um, we were acquired by Will Group. Mm. So it's very different. Um, now we've actually got 
Will Group, who are our overarching company, obviously, mm. and we're, we've also got key appointments as well. Yeah. Not that I feel is fantastic and runs key. Yeah. So it's sort of a bit of a different business structure. Mm. However, the fundamentals are still, still the same. Will Group have been amazing to work with. Mm. Um, and um, are very complementary of this business as well. Mm. So you're you're relatively new to the role. Let's let's hope that you're going to be in the role for many years to come. I mean, let's be honest. You are you are somebody who sticks around. You've already been here kind of thirteen, fourteen years. Um, let's assume you're going to be sitting in the role in five years' time as manager director, still of, of, of Ethos B Chapman. What's the one thing that you want to look back on and be most proud of? Um, I think that the consultants here have all learned really good money. Yeah. Um, to be able to take any of that financial pressure is what we see is most of the consultants here are sort of 27 to say 35, 38. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, as you know, young families. Yeah. Um, I also think hit all of our numbers and the Ethos brand be even stronger than it currently is with all of our clients. So we're not looking to change. What mm. we're looking to do is prove again and again that we're even better than you currently think we are. And I think we can do that. And growth? Yeah. Yeah. Growth, definitely, but not too much either. Yeah. We will not be any of these agencies where they suddenly grow and become these much bigger agencies and the guys are doing less numbers. It's not our, not our story. It's not yeah. what we're up for. No. And going into different states? Um, do you know what I think? What we've, what I would really like to do at the moment is really make sure that our current, say, top ten clients, where we're getting eighty percent of our work, we are actually expanding that footprint with them across yeah. all of the businesses. Yeah. In in ethos, so all the job families. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so going back to the the concept and the purpose of this podcast interview, Claire's, it's really like I said earlier to to inspire people who might, you know, look at your LinkedIn profile and say, look, that that looks like a a great career I want to emulate that what's the number one piece of advice that you would give to a you know a junior manager or a middle manager who has aspirations to get to the top of their uh, their ladder in their yeah. in their business what's the number one thing that you would say to them to to get themselves on course to, to get where you are today yeah. uh, be hungry be honest care about you guys and I really mean that and I don't I'm not sure how much we get that because it is quite a um, self-sufficient or you know desk recruitment um but really care about you guys and don't focus on getting to a ceo or md role just focus on doing a damn good job okay so you think if you do your your whatever job you've got on on the day as long as you do that well you think the promotions will come yeah i do yeah yeah do you still love recruitment after all these years yeah i do i still love winning the big deals yeah yeah especially from some of my competitors James, <laughs> am I allowed to say that? <laughs> I'll have to edit that bit out. Cool. Yeah. So what's 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 next for you? And, and again, I realise you're you're relatively new into the MD role, and you've you've got you've got your day to day focus. But do you allow yourself to think what you might do beyond this? What next? After yeah, from a, as, I as, would love somebody to tell me what to do after this. <laughs> I need some career counselling. Well, surely, surely it's the CEO role, right? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I don't think like that. Let me just do a good job here. Yeah. Let's just get the numbers through the roof. Let the guys be happy. Let everybody be earning money. Cool. Well, Claire, I hope that wasn't too taxing. I thought that, <laughs> I hope that was all right. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate the insight. Hopefully, you know, some, some budding manager directors out there have picked up a few pearls of wisdom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you owe me a wine now. I do owe you a wine. Claire, thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, Pete.
Thank you so much for listening to the Recruitment Journeys podcast. Really hope you enjoyed it. Now, while we're passionate about bringing inspirational recruitment stories to our network via this podcast series, Recruitment to Recruitment is our bread and butter and our day job. So if you are a recruiter thinking about your next career chapter or your recruitment journey, see what I did there? We're always keen to have a confidential discussion with recruiters about what's going on in the market. So please feel free to contact me in the strictest of confidence on 0432 666701 or email me at pete at com. Thank you so much for listening and please watch out for our next inspirational podcast interview coming very soon.